Hello, everybody. This is the Translation Confessional Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How to name your company. If you are a language professional working for yourself, you should really consider establishing your own business. Not only will it help you organize your resources and finances, but it will also protect your personal assets and may simplify the way you file your taxes. In most cases, clients may view you differently especially if they are yet to see freelancers as experts who add value to their products and services and have a long-established career in a given field. In other words, speaking on behalf of your own business, even if it's a company of one, can open many doors and show potential clients that you are dedicated to using your skills and providing language services in the long run, as opposed to working sporadically in your field, doing side jobs. However, In order to command such respect from potential clients and present an image of business continuity, you must select a strong name that will make clients remember you for what you do, so they feel comfortable coming back to you again and again whenever they have a language need, thus creating a solid business relationship with you. Today, we will talk about how to avoid frequent mistakes people make when selecting a name for their business. We're featuring an article written by Grant Polachek, who is the head of branding for SquadHelp.com, a startup that has become a crowdsourced naming platform by reviewing and curating the best available names on the web today. After the break, you will listen to Grant's article with great tips on how to name your own business. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In my tools and technology and translation class, We dedicate a week to creating a resume and cover letter. I also encourage them to create different resumes for different purposes, depending on their language combination and specialty areas. Considering that, and the fact that it's always good to have a social media presence, I highly recommend that all freelancers create a bio page to direct potential clients to different resources, such as their own professional website, a relevant profile on a job site, maybe some materials they've created to educate clients on what it is that they do. You can pretty much add anything relevant to your career to a bio page to centralize all your important links. I've been using Solo.2 for this very same purpose, and it's great. My bio page is Solo.2 
That's T-O-2 slash Hafa dash translates. Once again, solo dot two slash Hafa dash translates. Solo 2's interface is pretty clean, and I like how you're able to change the color scheme and make it all visually pleasant. On my Solo 2 page, I direct people to my classes at UCSD Extension, the Tools and Technology Translation book, the learning sessions whose recordings I've made available online, my YouTube channel, and, of course, the Translation Confessional podcast. Use the link in this episode's description to create your own Solo 2 bio page and centralize your most important professional links. Now, if you want to take advantage of the premium feature Solo 2 offers, send me a private message. It can be an email or a DM on social media, and I'll send you an exclusive link for you to get 10% off if you sign up with them within 48 hours. Once you create your Solo 2 page, Share it with me so I can see what it looks like. How to name your company. Avoid these frequent naming errors. The default identity of your business. Whether you're a fresh entrepreneur, freelancer, or a small business owner, is your brand name. Your name and the impression it makes on customers always come first as your company's identity. As the founder of your own company, you can shape your professional destiny and success by picking the perfect brand name. Trust us, there are a lot of new businesses that collapsed because their creators couldn't duplicate the success they had in developing a distinctive service-based company. This mostly happens to freelancers who are trying to start their company, and one mistake they often make is to choose bland, generic, or tone-deaf names that end up hindering their business's growth. Just in case you're thinking of turning your freelancing career into an established business, but don't know how to come up with a company name that can help your brand stand out positively, we've prepared this simple guide for you. Let's learn how to eliminate three major naming mistakes so you can set up your brand for success. Number 1. Names with Negative Foreign Translations As a language service provider, Realize that people from all around the world will engage with your business, either through marketing or just by accident. If your business's brand name offends your clients in their native tongue, they may choose to switch to other service providers instead of you. Customers were quick to ditch brands like Lumia, Nokia's flagship phone, because it was a slang word for prostitute in Spanish. The same thing happened to Mazda's Laputa which turned off Spanish-speaking customers because La Puta literally means the whore. Just the same way customers from Spanish-speaking countries abandon these products, they dump any product with insulting or offensive names. So, to ensure that the name you pick is not offensive to customers in other countries, put your language skills to work and conduct thorough linguistic research to verify that customers won't find it offensive. Therefore, whether you're a language professional or independent contractor who will be in charge of a small company, which can one day become a large organization, think about how people in different regions of the world perceive and interact with your brand name. Number 2. Complicated Brand Names Short, uncomplicated names should be the ideal choice for your brand, since they are easy to remember and find on the internet. Simple catchy, and unique company names are more likely to draw customers. 
If the name of your business is too difficult, there's always a possibility that you would lose clients to rivals with clear, straightforward, and intriguing names. Yet sadly, many companies have neglected the value of picking a catchy company name, disregarding the fact that companies like Transperfect, Text United, Amazon, Apple, and Target have leveraged their powerful brand names to establish themselves in the minds of customers. Take it from us. Customers respond more positively to short, uncomplicated names, instead of long, complicated ones. Because of this, be sure your goal when naming your business is to use a memorable name that people can quickly recall. Number 3. Names with Negative Meanings Customers usually express strong opinions while discussing sensitive social problems. So. If your business decides to take a stand against a particular topic, even if it does so in a style that is unconnected to your brand name, you may lose clients because other people who disagree with your social and political stance will be less inclined to hire you. Names like Typo and Yikes, two awful names that ColourPop chose for their darkest shade of makeup, and Lime Crime's China Doll, will only draw criticism because they are flawed and demeaning. Even if your goal is to give your brand an edgy tone, avoid names like 666 Cold Preparation, Druggy, and P. Cola because they're cringeworthy and would alienate a good chunk of your target audience. Likewise, if you're thinking of creating a small translation company, don't make the mistake of choosing a name that could polarize your target audience or leave them with an icky feeling. Also, do your best to avoid any politically sensitive issue or at the very least handle it with the utmost caution. Otherwise, your company might end up suffering backlashes like MyPillow, Harry's Razor, and Gillette. Check this episode's description for links to each of these brand names' backstories and learn how their products have attracted negative attention. Conclusion Always put your customers first. One of the most challenging elements of branding is the possibility for errors to swiftly define your whole business in the eyes of potential clients. Keep in mind that neglecting to address the demands of both the company and its customers is usually the leading cause of terrible brand names. These names end up misrepresenting their branding, irritating customers, and affecting sales. So ensure your business has a distinct brand name that resonates with customers and clearly communicates your business values as a language professional. Send us an email at arlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on the Translation Confessional Anchor page. If we get enough feedback and voice messages, we can go back to this subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, our Anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. We look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.